Welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. If you are looking for inspiration and in living out your Catholic faith, or would like some tips and strategies to live the virtue of chastity, or would like help living your vocation to the full, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is born out of our desire to set the whole world on fire with God's love so that every single person would know that they are made for love and happiness. We are your hosts, Simon Carrington. And I'm Madeline Carrington. And we're husband and wife. We're parents to to two gorgeous boys, the co-founders of Fire Up Ministries. And mate, we are on a bold mission to help you experience the love you've always dreamed of. So from wherever you are listening, we welcome you and we are so glad that you have joined us. Hello, everybody. I'm I'm Simon Carrington and I'm the the host of the, the, the Fire Up podcast. Uh, with Madeline, my wife, of course, but um, she's not always here with us. Um, but we've got an exciting show today, one I've been looking forward to for a very long time. Um, I'm actually sitting in the home of my my uh, my dear friend and my my guest today. Um, so this friend, okay, he's uh, uh, well, I won't I won't speak I won't speak for you, but uh, sorry, Un- Unhell. Well then. B- sorry, your surname. It's all <laughs> bueno. B- b- like the Aussie the is b- bueno. Yeah. That's it. I-, I-, I never say your surname because it's hard for me to say. Okay. Angel. <laughs> Angel Bueno is my guest today. Um, I won't speak for you, mate. I'll just share from my perspective. But, um, mate, I love you to death. You're a beautiful man. Very handsome. First time I met you, you had a huge beard. And... Um, and I just remember thinking, mate, he's he's a he's a spunk. He's a handsome man. And uh, I've known you for maybe five or six years, five years now, I think, four or five years. I think 2018 yeah. we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've been very very blessed to 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 really to to really get to know you in that time. I think we're very similar in many ways, and uh, a very dear friend to me. Um, your wife is Jess, who works for Fire Up Ministries, and I think that's been a real gift. Uh, not only because she's fantastic at what she does, but her heart for the ministry is the best you're going to find. I've got the best employee in the world and, and no one can say anything. That's that's the truth. Um, but having her part of the team has been such a joy for me because it's also helped us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It has helped our friendship as well. There's been so much reason to, um, you know, we, we're very blessed to get together a lot and I, I do love that. Um, so a little bit about you. So you are uh, from Spain, born and raised in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've travelled the world a little bit. You've been to America, Ireland, yeah. um, and Australia, England. Yeah. weren't expecting to stop in Australia, but you met Jess here, so you thought you'd park here, <laughs> uh, which is which is a good. Um, you, 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 you're a high school teacher. No, primary. Primary teacher. Well sorry. Five years and we Primary teacher. He's a prime. I'm I'm learning stuff about him on the show. Um, a primary teacher. Uh, and also a very exciting new thing that I can announce about about Unhell is he is the 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 founder of the podcast called called, called One Soul. That's right. And I think we'll uh, hopefully we'll talk a bit more about that at the end. But um, it's a fantastic podcast about about uh, about about the Catholic faith, and uh, my wife especially is uh, is is loving it and learning so much from it. I've listened to a few as well, and I love them. So. Um, and Hill is a man on on fire for for Jesus. Um, one of the best men of God I know, if if not the 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 best. 
it's a great it's a, it's a great <laughs> it's it's a great honor to have you on the fire up podcast and also to be in your your home doing it so welcome to the fire up show the podcast right. mate thank you very much <laughs> it's, it's actually my pleasure to be here um i gotta say for many things that i do now in my life i need to be of course thankful to my wife but thankful to you so he was the first you were the first person that um told me to start the podcast mm, so, um, mm. yeah i started doing like a talk for friends about two years ago now mm-hmm. and uh one day i gave a talk at, to parents of the school and friends of the of the school where i used to work and simon was there i still still talking to you in third person no, so, anyway, yeah. so you were there <laughs> and um and yeah you told me man people need to listen to this right talk and we started talking about that and and eventually one day he said to me i'm gonna interview you (laughs) and i said oh oops (laughs) i haven't started my podcast yet so i started it we got 10 episodes out already and um and then we get more and more people listening to it like just today i came across a dad from my previous school that was saying that he listens to it and he loves it the feedback is beautiful and um yeah and also but anyway that's not all for me i'm married to jess as i said before as mm-hmm. you said before and uh i'm father, sorry you're father of three three kids yeah so Emilia, so sorry Alexia yes. and santiago they are three two and nine months and they all are in spain right now so if you're listening to this please <laughs> pray for them uh, especially for my wife she's all by herself with my parents but my parents don't speak english and my wife doesn't speak spanish so it's it's good fun <laughs> so how good how good but yeah and also as i as you said before i am a teacher primary school teacher primary, make sure primary of that. school yes and um and yeah so also pray for my school it's a coptic Orthodox school and even though my principal would mm-hmm. hate that i say this i hope they all become catholic schools. amen amen yeah because Amen. we need to pray for the unity of uh, all Christians. Maybe you need to call start another podcast called the the One School Podcast, and you uh, <laughs> and you convert that school. But mate, now look, you're 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 doing you're doing amazing work um, in the podcast, but also just you've yeah, just there's so many things you're involved in um, where you're where, where you're serving. Um, and I do believe that you're um, an. Can I call you an Aussie speaker? You live here now, and yeah. I'm good. It's great to have. Um, we need Aussie Catholic speakers that are passionate about their faith, that know their faith, that get fired up for their faith. They're full of zeal and enthusiasm, which you do have. Um, and we need them out and about more doing this. So, um, so yes. Yeah, so I, I I attended the talk that you gave for the, for the parents. Um, it's probably six months ago now, maybe. Yeah. Even maybe a bit more. Um, and I was I, I was very moved by the content that you were sharing. And I I um even though I'm I'm teach the faith, I I believe I'm I need to be a student of the faith first. So every time I go to talks, I'm there with my own journal and I'm taking notes. And I did multiple holy hours just on the notes I took from that talk. Yeah. And the talk that night was really was you you were, you were asked to give a talk about. Um, and I, I know it was it was about what it, what what it, what it means to live as as a a person of faith, right? As a Christian, um, but you have a deep love for marriage and family, and yeah. it's 
it's almost like it doesn't matter really what topic you get asked to speak on. I have noticed that you you naturally have such a love for it that you always find a way to link it back to practically how can you live this in the home, right? Mm-hmm. How do you live this in the family? And as a as a young dad, we're very similar. You know, all your kids are six months older than mine. Um, I've got three as well, as everyone would know. But um, I, it's it's very help. It's a very helpful angle because sometimes it's it's great to have the head knowledge and be able to teach the faith. But um, I think you've got a great gift at making it. But how do you live the faith, right? Mm-hmm. How do you actually live the faith? So um, of course, because your passion is marriage and family, and the fire up all of Fire Up Ministries is about marriage and family. Um, it only made sense to talk to you a bit more about that. And I would love you just to share s- some of the gems that you shared from that night. So my, so you were asked to speak on how, how to live life as, as a Christian. And um, so I want to ask you, what, what do you think is central to living as, as a Christian in today's world? Um, and especially for those i think because we're both married and i want this podcast to be a bit more geared toward um to toward to to, uh, to 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 marry couples parents and you know what seeing as we're both dads even you know let's let's have a bit of a word to, you know to, to every dad as well uh but what what would be um some central pillars to living the christian faith as a married person today well just if we base it in um in in and what I feel that the three, there's like three main pillars in every Catholic home. So the first one is the relationship with God. So that is the first one and the one that you need to nurture more than any other. Because if you cannot look after your relationship with God, then you will struggle with any other relationship in, in your life. Mm. And uh, I, I remember when I was little, um, they told me a bit of a story of a kid that one day woke up, he didn't want to talk and freaked out his dad, you know, and the dad said, okay, well, look, he seems a little bit strange today. So I'm going to um, not send him to school today. And um, I've heard this one. I love this one. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, because I, I want him to tell me what's going on, right? So the dad really wanted to know what was happening. And the son, why he wasn't really sharing anything with the family. So anyway, so he took him out um, for lunch. Then, but the kid didn't say a word. Then they went to his best soccer game. He spent the day in the park. Not, not a single word from the kid. And the dad was very, very worried about him. But anyway, they went home. They spent dinner with the family. Again, not a word. The kid went to bed and that was the end of the day. And the dad really was worried. And um, and basically, that's when they told me that story, um, I felt that is how God must feel when we don't talk to him mm. the whole day. And when we don't talk to him in general, because he loves us a lot more than the way we might love our children. But it's still, we dare sometimes to not talk to him and to forget about him and not share what happens with us every day. Because at the end of the day, prayer is not um, vocal prayer. It's not just vocal prayers 
or mm-hmm. saying rosaries. Prayer at the end of the day is a conversation. And we should keep that conversation with our Lord constant, like all the time. Also, a second big pillar in every household is if our relationship with our wives uh, and for wives, their relationship with the husbands. And, uh, and it's true, sometimes it is tough times, but I believe the key for, of course, you need to be best friends with your wife or husband, with your spouse, but a big key in something all of us need to mm-hmm. be working on is in problem solving. I think is one of the keys in in a good relationship with your wife because there is always things coming up. Like right now, my wife is in Spain with the kids and we were thinking of putting the girls in a school while they're there to learn Spanish and all this. And uh, and it was a bit of a back and forth. It was it didn't get to an argument. We both shared, but just after four years of marriage, it is not a lot, but we've learned a lot. <laughs> we were able to, okay, so we've got an issue here that we need to decide. We might have different opinions, but we need an, an outcome. And when we evaluated, we were we decided actually the girls are not going to go to school mm. for A, B, and C. But also sometimes all the arguments are a little bit more um, intense. And I'm a big believer that the core of every argument that doesn't have a solution is pride. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually us. It is actually the problem is with ourselves, not with our spouse, because we we don't we don't want to fix it. We ultimately we don't want to fix it. We want to humiliate the other person. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's it is very sad, but it happens very often. So your arguments or how to deal problem solving in marriage is, is, is a big part of the, a beautiful relationship with your spouse. And also the importance of acts of love. So we all know the five love languages, uh, love languages, unless you're Egyptian, that there is a sixth one, that is food. <laughs> so, if you, so my wife is half Egyptian. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. with her, or you eat, or you are not being, not being loving. Um, but yes, yeah, so we need to figure out how the other person wants to be loved. It's not just because we tend to love the way we want to be loved. And that for me is, so for me, it's just quality time. Mm. For my wife, after she had kids, uh, we had kids. It's changed. Mm-hmm. It used to be um, physical touch. touch. Yeah, yeah. But since the kids are touching her all day, she actually has changed to words of affirmation. <laughs> and I am very bad at it. I'm trying to get better. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I I, I I love her by spending time, coming home on time and wanting to be with her. But that is not what she needs. She wants to be affirmed. She wants to be listened and each one of us need to realize what the love language of the spouse is mm. so we can really look after that because, again, that is very, very important in the relationship with our spouse. And finally, be present. So some of us, we want to look after our families. We want to work a lot and bring good money so we can spoil the family. But the family doesn't need money. Like our Lord in the gospel told us, why do we want the whole world if we lose our soul? But why do you want to bring all the beautiful things to your ma- to your family when 
you lose them ultimately, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why spending time at home and praying together is so important. Like at least I remember when they told me it was Father John Flatter. It's a beautiful priest that lives in the hills. He's, in, he's American, but has been here for mm. over 50 years. Um, and I remember in one meditation, he said, and, and I've heard this from different sources, every couple needs to, want, every day at least to spend 15 minutes chatting, every week a date night, once a month a date out, and once or twice a year a weekend out mm-hmm. uh, spending uh, just by themselves with the same so another massive pillar is to bring that relationship with God to the relationship of your spouse and yourself because I it sounds politically correct but it's not because I don't believe in relationships of two it has to be always a relationship mm-hmm. of three <laughs> in which God yeah, is yeah, in yeah, between yeah. If God is not in between a couple or even dating people um, or God is there in between them, or it, it will be a very tough one. And finally is the relationship with our children. My mom said to me when I was little, and I will never forget, and now I am the one saying it about my children, that heaven will not be heaven unless our children are there. My mom said, unless you and your four siblings are at home, are in heaven, mm. heaven won't be heaven for me. It can be. And I say the same now about my children because it is my mission to bring my wife and my children to heaven. Of course, it's her mission too, but I'm going to be judged about myself when I die. So I need to take care of those relationships, my wife and my children. And for my children, it's very similar to, to the relationship with our wives. We need to be present. We need to spend time with them. I heard from Dick and Harold uh, in, the, in the first time I listened to him, and it was because you invited me. Yeah, yeah. And um, he said that he started taking out his daughter on dates. So he would suit up. He would ask his daughter to put mm. a beautiful dress, and he would take her out. Um, for for a nice meal and and the outcome of that he said because it's so important that um that when she goes out and date another man i have set the bar and i know that setting the bar whoever she brings someone day is got to be better than me because if not she will not pay attention to him <laughs> and i wouldn't i've got two daughters and i want that <laughs> and also to be a good relationship with the sons so with at some point and you've talked a lot about this at some point our sons will have questions and these questions we want them to come to us yeah, yeah we don't yeah. want them to go to the naughty friend that really can talk about anything mm. or to the friend that we all have that is called google so that is <laughs> it's not a friend it's actually an enemy if our sons and daughters go out to check on him that's why the importance of having that strong relationship with them and with children also uh, and finally um to to frequent the sacrament the sacraments yes we are models for them so if they don't see us praying they will not pray. So we have talked about this before, but 
we know that when a father practices and lives the faith properly, the chances of the children um, continuing in the faith in adulthood, it goes, it goes super high, mm -hmm. up to 90% or so. So we have a big duty. And of course, mothers. So in this unity between father and mother, will set the example of what our children will want in the marriage one day. Like, I want to be like my parents in some things. I've rejected all this, but I would love to be as holy yeah, as yeah. I believe my parents are. Mm. So, and also, like with everything, in each version, you know, each Samsung phone, each iPhone phone, each one is version one, two, three, then two, 3.1, 3.2, you know? With the same with generations, we cannot let our generation go backwards. We need to be version yeah, very good. the very next good. update. And we need to learn and move on and be better. So yeah, so just summarize relationship with God, our yeah, wives, so spouse, and children. Is, uh, that's key in, in any Catholic home. I love it. I love it. This stuff's it's it's so good. Um, just to get like a little bit more kind of um so obviously we're 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 both we're both busy. Um, dads working three three young young kids. Um, For now, you don't. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God, God willing, it's uh, <laughs> it's um, it can be easy. Like if you don't, if you don't, if if prayer is not a priority of your day, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen, right? Mm. Um, if you don't make a point or if you don't ha have certain spiritual practices that you do that, that, are, that are part of a habit of your day or the way that you structure your prayer, um, it's, it's most likely not going to happen. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I remember one night talking to this, 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 um, this, this group, this young group, I was asked to talk about prayer. And I just said, I said, I said, raise your hand. I think I maybe had maybe maybe twenty or thirty people in the room, young you, you know young people like us, and I just said raise your hand if you have a habit of like of daily prayer, right? And maybe three or four of them raised their hand, right, wow. out, out of the twenty or thirty that were there, and then um, and I just asked all of them like the ones that put their hand up, I just looked at them and I said, what time do you pray every day, right? And all of the ones that said they prayed every day generally had a time that they prayed, right? Mm -hmm. And all the other ones were like, yeah, like, oh, it's my goal to pray. Like, I want to pray. But if you don't have a bit of routine around your spiritual life, it's not going to work, right? Now, I know you you are someone that that has um, some some structure to, to your to your prayer life, okay? Like, there are, there are certain... Um, there's there's a, there, there there's there are spiritual practices we could say right that you that you try to do every day um for the average dad or mum right who um and no doubt you know it's it's difficult to find the time when you're at home and things like that um but what what could be a couple of things that um say you've got a mum or a dad that really does want to pray like they they would love to be doing more prayer or um you know they, they've been convicted on this podcast i really do need to commit to something daily um what would be um what just one spiritual practice that you do um that you think has been you know would 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 be like an entryway even just to getting 
young mums, young dads into having some kind of a spiritual routine um, or more if you've got more that you think were helpful, but um, to really help mums and dads pray and to pray every day and to form, because if prayer really isn't just, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously I don't hate prayer cards, like they're good, right? But there's something off in your spiritual life if all you do is pull out 20 prayer cards at night and read off the back of a card, right? Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no real, there's no, there's, that's not a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Our Lord wants you to talk to him intimately, right? Um, so what are some things, sorry, I, I'm, it takes me all, <laughs> I, I go like around Perth to get back to, uh, to get back to Sydney. Um, what would be um, some good spiritual practices that, that you think uh, would be good for mums and dads to take on board? Okay. So um, I'm not going to list the things that I do or that I try to do mm -hmm. because um, every time that I go to spiritual direction, it's, it's following the same things. Yeah. But, um, and I do, so I would say that my point of struggle right now is, is to pray, to do all the prayers that I want to do. Mm -hmm. um, but I believe, so if we actually grab all the points that I mentioned before, if we and we translate it into the life of prayer, I would point out three. So one for ourselves and for God, that is 15 minutes of prayer. Since Teresa of Avila said, or oh, you have 15 oh, yeah. minutes of prayer a day, but you don't need a demon to tempt you. <laughs> and as I, as I like to add to that um, a quote, is like, if you don't do 15 minutes of prayer a day, even the demons give up on you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, wow. it is big. So 15 minutes of prayer, everybody has 15 minutes. So I would say for the husband that goes to work, try not to, not to do it in the car. So I try to do it ideally in front of our Lord. And if not, in yes. a quiet place, but without distractions, 15 minutes, commit is 15 minutes. It's not much. Like 15 minutes, go away. As soon as you take the beans out, come back and put a new bag. So seriously, <laughs> it's, just, it's just like that. Um, uh, can I can I just jump in quickly? Yes, sure. Because we we hear we hear a lot, right? Like pray or whatever. Just from my experience, right, with working with young people, especially, a lot of people are just like, all right, I sit in that sacred space at home, or mm. um, I go to the chapel and my mind is just racing with random yeah. things, right? Um, what, like, when you say pray, sorry, sorry, I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm just, mm. I'm trying to dig a bit deeper for people. What would, like, what do you actually do in the 15 minutes? Like, do you take scripture in and meditate on verses? You know, are you, uh, like, what what could be an easy thing for people to do where they're actually feeling like they're they're getting they're, there's a fruitful conversation with our Lord happening. Okay, so there is um, it's just prayer is such a big topic, hmm. and there's so many things passing through my mind right I'll, now. I'll, I'll have to get you back on for different for some different topics. Well, maybe. one of my podcasts is in love of prayer, and I mentioned most of it because prayer cannot be a monologue, and that hmm. that is a big thing. Something that is being helping me lately is preparing my podcast to have a topic in mind that I want to talk to a lot about. Another um, thing is when I was in university and I started to 
take faith seriously. I went to a friend of mine, very upset because something very tough had happened in my life. And, and I was very upset. And, and, and he said to me, just quit crying. There's no time for that. So as soon as you start to get upset, put in your bag. And whenever you go to do your prayer, take it out of your bag. Mm -hmm. So things that, yeah, that worry us, like I have a big devotion to San Jose Maria. He's a Spanish saint and founder of one of a, um, a beautiful organization. It's called Opus Zay. And um, he used to say, you don't know what to talk about. Talk about your worries, about your joys, about in, in just whatever is happening in your mm, life. Mm. Just put it there. And also have some time of silence so our Lord can talk to you. So we don't fall in the temptation of a monologue. Because if we just talk, 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 right, right, right. And we just, we don't take just a couple, two, three minutes to look at our Lord mm. and stay quiet. He won't be able to talk to us because we'll be too focused on ourselves. Yeah. And, and the last thing that I would say to trigger that prayer is to read, read, read something. But said, mm. don't read all the time as well, because it's like a monologue as well. But read dot points or read sentences. And then read one sentence, look at our Lord. Does it say something to me? No. We'll move to the next one. <laughs> like that. But after each full stop, have a try. Yeah. Maybe our Lord wants to. <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. You something. Good. This is good. This is good for me. Yeah. I love that. And so, so you, so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yep. sorry. Just, I was going to. Yes, and I go, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the interruption, yeah. you know. That's all right. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Um, <laughs> Then second thing that I do that I think is key, I say the rosary with my wife. Mm -hmm. My kids, now we started to in, in, include them a little bit more because they're three, two, and one. They can barely speak. Uh, well, in nine months. and uh, But they, we'd say a decade. We keep them around for a decade. But we, since I met my wife and we started dating, we started saying the rosary together every day. And one thing that we also started saying that we, because it's funny that you mentioned the prayer cards. Of course, it can't mm -hmm. all be that, but we have both big devotion to uh, another Spanish saint. He's still a blessed. We need a big miracle. Mm -hmm. His name is Blessed Alvaro, and he. So yes, I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not anti prayer cards. I know. In case I, anyone thought no, that, no, you, you, I'm just. Yeah, you. You don't you want your spiritual that. life to just be prayer cards yet. Mm -hmm. But yes, read prayer cards are good. Good. So you find <laughs> a saint that you have devotion to and commend him your family. So I commended him my future wife. And three years before I met my wife, I started saying a prayer card uh, to him before bed saying um, for my future wife that she is a saint, that she becomes a saint and brings all my kids to heaven. Mm -hmm. And I still say that. Not for my future wife, or my current wife, that I hope mm -hmm. I can die with when we're very old. Um, yeah, so we say, and then my wife, Jess, started, um, she said, we need to pray about this. So we introduced um, a second, we say it twice. One is she prays for my holiness and that I bring my kids to heaven. I pray for her holiness that she brings all our kids Beautiful. to heaven. Wow. And the second one, we say that we may keep our wedding vows and that all our children, and I name them, Emilia, Alexia, Santiago, and all our children, 
that might come in the future are nice, healthy, safe, and pure. So yeah. we say that every night. So I do think commending your family holiness and virtues to a saint and do that as a family routine, as a parent's routine, it's is very, very important. Mm. Love that, mate. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, um, you have a beautiful marriage with Jess. That's that's it's obvious, right? To to me, clearly. Um, I love. I mean, this. I could talk a lot about. Yeah, like the pride and problem solving. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this one. Um, <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but like acts of love and and knowing knowing what they need to to be loved. Um, but one thing, I mean, I think the the point I'd I'd love. I mean, I think. Um, that you heard from that from from the priest, right? About the mm. fifteen minutes a day, um, you know, one date, you know, like a two-hour date night a week, and right. Um, truthfully, we haven't even like just as mates, we haven't really discussed this. I didn't know that that's a thing that you intentionally do or anything, but um, just out of interest, there would I would imagine because I shared something similar. Mm. about that that i and i'm not going to say i do perfectly because i don't do it perfectly but i (laughs) i aim to do i do aim to do something very similar to that system with maddie doesn't always happen of course but i remember speaking about that um you know to uh to this conference with 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 some dads right and at the um at the end of the q a i got hammered by them Mm. for saying that right for saying the same that i for saying for i mean i agree with you obviously i i said it too right (laughs) um but i think it's it's so easy because when i said that i had i just had joseph and they were like oh you know you've got one son you know you got no idea how busy life's going to be all this stuff right which true but all the more reason okay just because life becomes more busy it doesn't mean that super important things like develop maintaining intimacy with your wife suddenly becomes not as important right Mm -hmm. so i'm just very eager to know and yes you and i both don't live that goal perfectly um but what would you say to someone that's like life just gets too busy and you you know it's just hard to manage that what have you done on the times that you do do that what do you think makes that happen like have you made it a must that there's a coffee every day or um the date night how what is the system that you both try to use to make that happen okay so it's a we jess and i have talked about this because she said like we don't really do it (laughs) (laughs) but let me finish it's because we're we're, we're being real we're being real on the podcast today but but it's very different because every day every day is a date for us Mm. so every day we do we we try to put the kids to bed a lot earlier not Mm -hmm. a lot earlier like a normal time 7 7 30 but after that you're you 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 have an advantage because you're from spain and you go to bed at one o'clock in the morning which (laughs) does which does give you more time at night yeah and sorry my wife wants me to go to bed earlier i just can't stop yeah 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 yeah. but um but yeah so we we 
basically scheduled day in order to, of course, it doesn't happen from one day to the next, but we try to put things in place so I can give most of my free time to her. Mm -hmm. So, for example, my kids might go to 8, 8.30, uh, sorry, uh, 7, 7.30 to bed. So I, I need to, what well, the rest of the time, while well, I sit down with Jess, we'll play board games. So every day, mm. really, we have some sort of a date. Or wow. we do something together. Um, and again, I do believe it doesn't need to get harder than what kids mm -hmm. you have. It's as hard now as it was when we had yeah. Amelia. So right on Tuesday, I had dinner with a couple. They've got six kids and they're all mm -hmm. from year four up, right? Uh, from not sorry, yeah, from year four to 23 years old. And, uh, and they need to give time to each other. And they spend time with each other. Sorry. They need to give time to each one of them. And they need to spend time with each other. And they do. Mm. And now she's started a full-time a full job. And they still have time for each other. Yeah, well. It's, it's very similar. My, my sister told me once um, about talking about money. She said, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter whether you make a lot of money or a little money you'll get to the end of the month struggling. So mm -hmm. I can, we can pass the same thing with time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether you have a lot so, of time yeah. or little time, you're going to struggle. And you need to see with your spouse how you can make that happen. You can do it, but you need to work out how. Mm -hmm. it's just, it seems, I keep, I've mentioned it already in a few of my podcasts, but it's... Uh, we value time too much to the point that we put it in front of everything else. Mm -hmm. So just, and, and the same sentence keep coming back to, to my mind. So when you try to take care of everything, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And you feel that you're not accomplishing anything. But the fact is, if you give all your time to God and to others, you will have time to that for yeah, that yeah, and yeah. for everything else mm -hmm. so it's not hard but you need to be detached of your own time so i think I that, that, that. that's the oh, key that's a good point actually i don't know if i've told you this you actually taught me something really valuable about time um when i met when i met you or probably not when i met you a, a couple of years after i was doing a lot of reading on like um you know, I was reading a lot on how to perform at your best, you know, like mm. that, 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 that whole, you know, you know it, um, there's a lot of topics and, you know, life coaching, mm -hmm. being your, the personal best peak performance, right? And a lot of what they teach is they're rigid on time, yeah. right? So like, is that, is that what you mean by we value it too much? Like we're on the clock, like where we panic about yeah. fitting things in and all, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember, I remember coming out like I, I would go to I'd, every every morning. I I try I try to go to nine a.m. mass, and I remember I would walk out the side door because I didn't want. And I used to say that I used to actually use this language. I used to say because I don't want to get stuck with somebody, <laughs> right? And then one day um, I was having like I was just you know when we started to get a little bit closer, right, and spending more time together. I was like, 
I remember saying to myself, I was like, and I and I actually I actually I I actually said this to Madeline. I said, there's something about unheld that's different. I was like, he's so, and I'm and I don't mean this in any way negative, like you're lazy and do nothing, but I said he's always free for you if you need him. Hmm. Right. I said, um, doesn't matter what's happening on his schedule. If I need something or if he can sense that there is someone who might need help, he just finds the time to give himself, right? And um, yeah, I don't think I, I haven't told you this, have I? No. No, but but <laughs> I'm I rushing a little but bit. I really no, no, <laughs> but it was very, but it was very good. Cause thank you. I started praying about that a lot and I was like, I have allowed myself to be so concerned about ticking off all my daily boxes. And being, you know, performing at my peak because I run a ministry and I've got to get all this done and I'm a dad and I've got kids and all this. And I was like, I have, but I have actually fallen so far from living from my peak because I have now, I would now say that a person that I'm called to love, serve, and I, and I used to claim that I'm all about loving people and serving people at work. But I was like, what horrible language to say that I could get stuck Mm. with an image of God. And I was like, if I don't have the time, like if I don't have the time to drop everything and help someone, I'm too busy with less meaningful things. Amen. Um, So that was a really, that that was a really good lesson. And I think, um, I hope everyone got uh, from what you just said, how valuable that really is. Um, we make the time. There, there is something beautiful about giving your time to God so much so that he multiplies it when you need to love others through mm-hmm. it. And he multiplies it with your wife. He multiplies it with your kids. When you overvalue time, like you just said, and you're so absorbed on your own schedule, uh, you're actually not free to love others as well. And I'm speaking from experience because I've yeah. learned the hard way that it actually wasn't beneficial. Can I add something to that? Yeah, please. Um, you you taught me the lesson, so you keep going, teacher. It's just what, what you were just saying. Um, uh, it reminded me of something. When we were about to have Lexi, we were talking about how... She's your second. Yeah, right? yeah. Alex, yep. Alexia is number two. And, and she's uh, two, two and a bit, yeah? Yes. Yep. No, 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 she's... Uh, no, she's two. She's yeah. two. I understood that you were saying she will turn two. You know, oh, sorry. No, no, no. She's two. Um, and uh, and we, Jess and I, I remember we we're thinking, okay, so how how can you love something as much as and Emmy was a perfect baby? Mm-hmm. Let her sleep. She slept. She ate. She went back to sleep. Awesome. No, like not not a problem. But how can you love something as much as that? And I remember we were talking or we were praying or, or something like that. And he said, how can you divide your love? Mm-hmm. And it's it's actually, oh, we yeah. realized it was the opposite. That when you're generous through children or through time mm-hmm. or with friends, our Lord doesn't divide you. He's actually multiplying you. It, wow. it multiplies what you have. So he mm-hmm. told us he'll give you the hundredfold. So there's, the less we keep to ourselves, there was some, where was this? It told me, I, I don't know if it's in the Bible or, or it's a story they told me when I was little. But basically, there was a poor man on the on the road. And he was a bit 
all he had was a bag of chickpeas. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Akim passed by. So with all his riches, he stopped. He pulled over and asked the, the poor man oh, I think, yeah, to yeah, give I think me, says, can you give me something? And he said, no, I don't have anything. Come on, you, for, for sure you got something. Give me some of your food. So, but you have everything. What do you want more? So, but I, I need, I need, just give me something. And he said, he, will, he took out a chickpea, one grain of chickpea out of his pocket and gave it to him. And he said, thank you. He said, this is all I have. And he said, hey, okay, well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. The king going to see his carriages and, and kept going. So that poor man, when he was going to eat some chickpeas that night, he realized that one of them was made out of gold. So mm. it clicked to him that if he had been fully generous and he said, really, here's all I have. I'm happy to give it to you, even though I don't have anything. Yeah. He would have been rich for the rest of his life. <laughs> so that is the way God look after wow, us. Wow, wow. It's, it's beautiful. I love that. I think I've heard I've have heard a similar it's not from the Bible, but but it's it's a good it's a I love it. I don't I, know where I, it's from. Look, I heard it when I was little and it yeah, just to my mind. No, 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 no. It's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. I, I love that. Um this is so good, mate. Um it's fun. We should do this more often. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe we, we should start one. We should start our own point there. Um no, look, really, really good. Look, I think it, this is funny. I was talking to a girl today. Yep. I was talking, I was talking to a young, a young lady today. Um, we might have to finish on this point, sadly, but um, she was from a she she was from a very very big family, right? Um, I think maybe nine nine kids or something. She was saying, and she just said something in passing, and she, she wasn't drawing attention to this particular point. So I didn't like stop her because she had something more important she wanted to get at. Hmm. But she just said in passing, she goes, you know, when you come from a big family and you seem like you're doing okay, you just get ignored, right? So she said, she was almost like, she said like, um, you know, I had other brothers that like they they were naughty and they got in trouble and um, she was like, because I didn't cause a lot of trouble at home and on the surface, you know, you know, she, she's very gifted at, at music and singing and all this kind of stuff, right? So she's on the surface, it, it, you know, with nine children, you, it, there could be a temptation um, for the parents to say, well, you know, let, let's just put out the fires with the ones that are causing problems and uh, clearly she's doing okay, right? Yeah. Um, however, that, that, that's, that has done a lot of damage to this girl, right? Yeah. And sadly, um, what may have seemed like on the outside, she's doing okay from the parents' perspective. She was going through a lot internally that she yeah. just didn't know how to process because she didn't think anyone cared enough about her or noticed her or bothered to ask the question, how are you really doing from her mum and from her dad, right? Yeah. So just on this topic of time, this just popped into my head at the end, um, but on the topic of time and how God, you know, the more children you have, he will, he will, will multiply that time. I'm just curious, like, could you, I mean, you've, you've got three already, right? Yeah. I mean, I've got three and I try and do intentional time with them all. Um, but I mean, just how important is it for you already, yeah. even with three young kids, 
to, you know, I mean, I know all, all of our kids are needy in the sense that they're all young, they can't do everything for themselves. But even as they grow older, we, we need to resist the temptation to just be like, they seem like they're doing okay. We need to put intentional time and effort into each child. Um, and if anyone knows who, 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 who the Hernan, the Hernans are, Mm-hmm. the hernans are a couple from america they've got 10 kids is that the messy yeah sorry yeah messy i forgot i forgot the family. name of their ministry what is it again the messy family the, the messy family yeah the messy I was, family I was just think about them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh well yeah I was, right well, gonna steal what i was gonna say so go for it I'm, okay they do they the do yeah okay, no, okay right well <laughs> so that like yeah so they told so they they came they came to the schools kind of local to us and and the husband mike does like a monthly date with every child if they're born on the 8th of march or yep. something on the 8th of every month sorry i stole <laughs> I, I stole his thunder um he'll he'll do on the 8th of every month he yep. spends time with them right and ever since i heard that i try and do that even with the kids now right mm-hmm. as young as they are right but i'm just interested because there could be a temptation for parents to be like i'm too busy uh, I know that I won't mention the couple's name that have the six kids and know that, but I know them very well there. And I know they do this as well. Yeah. But how important is it for couples, no matter how many children they have, to be having intentional time with every child um, so that they're, they're not just glossed over? Um, and is there anything that you do already, even though you've got very young kids, but is there anything that you already do or you've heard from other couples, feel free to, uh, mm. you can you can go deeper into the Hernans if you want, sorry. Um, or this other family that you know, what have you heard or done that works that you think other couples could do, no matter how many kids they've got? Look, definitely that, um, like like adding adding to what you just mentioned, because I was thinking of, of yes, spending the birthday of mm. every month mm. with the kid. But I would add to that, we, the father and the mother, share has have different perspectives of the same problem, mm-hmm. and this is something that I learned from this other couple that that we've been talking about. And his approach is very loving, very understanding. Hers is more practical, useful, mm. and if you spend time with your kids, you will know what they need. Mm-hmm. So you will know who is the best person to spend a date day with them because sometimes yes. it will need more of that listening of that understanding of a hug but sometimes they will need advice they will need some mm-hmm. practical um way of doing things so i think that that's key uh, of something that i learned from others Something that I do already, I I asked uh, somebody, said, like, when did you start taking your girls on dates? Because my son is nine months. I just, mm-hmm. I spend some time playing on the carpet or on the couch. He loves when I chase him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but with the girls, I, when my wife is doing something, is doing something with one or with, with two of them, I would take the other one out for, for lunch and i let mm. them i let them choose so the last one i went to was it was just half an hour before mass so we had to go and Beautiful. it was it was about an hour trip to to the church we wanted to go to so i said 
I, I have time. I have got half an hour. I can take Emilia out. So we went to the cafe in down the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to her, what do you want? And there was beautiful pastries. And she had to pink, pick the pink donut. So <laughs> she could have picked anything else. Another pink donut. Anyway, that's what she wanted. That was picked. And I ordered for her a drink. She ordered a uh, baby chin. So, she's and so I ordered cute, myself a, a coffee. And we just chat. And, and I don't know. I just Beautiful. She can barely talk. And I talk to her in Spanish. She doesn't want to speak Spanish. So mm-hmm. conversation doesn't flow as easy as if I <laughs> wanted to, to give in and, and speak in English to her. But I keep asking her, what do you like? Did you did you have fun with mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how are you going with Lexi? So I start asking already questions about the people in her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because to, it's, a, it's a nice wrap-up, but if we remember what we said about children before, we want them to come to us. We don't want yeah, them yeah, to yeah, go yeah, somewhere yeah. else, somewhere that we don't know. Mm-hmm. So if we do that and we start asking about their surroundings, even though mm-hmm. they barely answer, mm-hmm. Um, so you can good. guess on, on you can even ask the question and give the answer. They all need to do is nodding. But we're already setting up that um, environment of trust and of care. So in every, as I said before, for our God, everybody has 15 minutes. Everybody has half an hour a week or a month to spend with a kid. Even if there is nine kids, that's half an hour times nine. That's four and a half hours. Everybody has four and a half hours a month, even if it is when the little ones have gone to bed. So just wake your kid up and take him out on a date. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. time one-on-one with, with the intention. Sorry, this is something I always say to the parents of my students. It cannot be we spend time doing something else. It needs to be intentional time. So it cannot be let's go walk the dog. The intention is the dog. So indirectly, <laughs> the intention is yeah, a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it needs to be intentional time for each other. So go for an ice cream, go for a walk, but not other distractions than each other. Mm. So I, I do think that that's key. That's to awesome. That relationship. That's awesome. Mate, I love that. This is so good. Very, very grateful, mate, for your time and everything that you've said today. I've learned a lot. I think everyone else will is is going to greatly benefit from that too, mate. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm more grateful that you. you oh, you, mate, no, no, this is it's beautiful. Um, lastly, um, I just would like to. I just could, could you share a little bit more? Just if people would like to, um, you live, you know, you you live two minutes down the road from me. Yeah. Um, so um, you're you're uh, you know, and uh, you've you've got the One Soul podcast, which yeah. I hope we'll put that in the show notes if. If you'd like to check out his podcast, I would very much encourage you you to um, have a look at that one as well. Um, and you're on all the platforms that you know that you can find him anywhere. It's 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 good. He's he's everywhere. But also one thing I think um, I would really love to personally share more is that um, that you're very open and and even wanting um, to speak to give talks at parishes. Um, schools even camps youth retreats really anything there's there's um you're 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 very you know you know a lot about your faith and i think obviously to do with um marriage and family life especially but really so much on prayer and all i mean i'm sure you could speak about um a lot of stuff so 
I'd also love to just kind of plug that, that uh, if people would love to hear more uh, from Unhell, you can, is the best place to reach, to connect with you first, probably through the podcast or a website, email, what's the best way for them to get in touch with your content? Uh, well, in I, I'm very new in this podcasting. Mm-hmm. I started, no, I got nine episodes out, so I started mm-hmm. nine weeks ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm very new. I still say like like when people like it, I say like, how do you do that? You know. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, so it is very new. I, I, I guess one uh, we got the email uh, of the podcast. Um, that I check regularly every time mm-hmm. that I need to log in yeah. to, to update, um, sorry, upload a new podcast, I need to open it. Um, but also, I don't know, through comments on YouTube mm-hmm. um, or, yeah, so I, I would say those are the, right now, the easier ways. Also, I, I don't know, I can I yeah. can share my phone number. Half of Sydney already has it. So <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why not, but um, I'm actually mm-hmm. planning of, since your graphic designer for the for for the, your ministry, uh, I think I can get her to. Uh, we've been talking um, about her getting to do like a one saw um, business card or, or yeah, card yeah, okay. or something. Awesome, awesome. So that that's in the plans, in which my phone number will be. So I, I don't mind sharing Beautiful. my phone number. Um, so email, phone number, um, or even through you. Um, I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. If anyone wants to get in touch, even you can just you can reach out to fire up to the website or hmm. half of Sydney has my number too, probably. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it, it's it's easy to reach out if you're keen. Yes, yeah, so yeah, so for any groups like youth groups or parishes, events, if you're looking for a good yeah. a good Aussie speaker with a Spanish accent, then th- th- <laughs> this is the man. This is the man to go to, mate. Um, May God bless you and your your you ministry too. and your your family um, and you. and just for you, mate, your friendship. God bless you. Thank you very much. That's all from us today. Um, please please continue to pray for the work of uh, of 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 Fire Up Ministries and the work that we're doing. Um, it's been a, it's been an awesome year, and uh, there's much more to come. So, God bless you all, and thank you for the support. Thank you. God bless you. We would like to thank you for joining us for this episode. If you thought that it was helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and, and, and share with a friend. And for more content like this, online videos, special offers, access to exclusive Fire Up events and a Fired Up community, consider joining our Fire Up family. So head to our website and for a monthly gift of your choice, you can help others experience the love they always dreamed of. So um, may God bless you and your family. Now go set the world on fire.